0: welcome to the oarsman podcast i'm zoe and i'm coretta and today we're discussing doja cat's new album scarlet to say this album had some controversy around it is honestly an understatement there was a whole lot of controversy um especially around what doja cat was saying even before the album came out for example she had um some issues with her poster, or the cover the, of the album. Yeah, album cover. Uh, there was some comments saying that she copied some German yeah. artist, yeah. and she ended up having to change it. Um, and it also, it was originally meant to be named Hellmouth, which is just fitting into her new demonic style, mm-hmm. especially with her performance at the
1: VMAs. Yeah. was very um, aggressive. Very aggressive. And... As someone who supported Doja Cat um, in the past and really looked forward to her new releases, I was really disappointed by the new album and I'm not a big fan of the demonic imagery and I felt like in general it just lacked her previous creativity that she really stood out for and so that was my biggest issue with this album.
0: Yeah, a lot of the controversy surrounding is hard to separate from the actual album Mm -hmm. itself because a lot of the art, like, when you think about separating the art from the artist, it's usually things that don't have to do with the art. In this case, a lot of it was comments on the art and Mm -hmm. fans who enjoy the art. So it was really interesting. Like, when she lost 500,000 followers, she was talking about how she felt free. So it's kind of hard
1: to support this when going into it it's hard to support her when she's really happy that you as a fan are like betraying her if her if that's what she's seeing and so she seems to be enjoying all of this controversy um and using it in her art and it's kind of seeping through in the music and in the lyrics and so i feel like the, the the downfall of doja cat really plays into all of the songs
0: One of the things that's not even surrounding the album necessarily is her new merch, which I find absolutely (laughs) crazy because a lot of her new merch is saying things like former Doja Cat fan or Illuminati, and a lot of it is very, like, on the nose and weird for an artist to be putting out. Like, she has a $60 hoodie that says recovering Doja Cat
1: fan. It's really odd, and I've never really seen a celebrity kind of, I don't know, benefit from the hate that they're getting. And I don't know how she's doing, you know, I don't know Doja Cat per- personally, but um, marketing-wise, she's getting some good attention from this. Yes. So.
0: And with the amount of producers on this album... There was a lot. A lot. You would hope that um, this album would be a little bit more put together mm-hmm. and a little bit more chronologically sound, but I don't feel like it was. No. Um, even some of the standout songs were kind of mediocre, mm-hmm. and I've never thought of Doja Cat as a good like album. No. Per- like, peop- She's not very good at putting out entire albums. She has a lot of really good singles, singles. but I've never sat down and listened to one of her full albums all the way through Mm -hmm. in one sitting i agree so i think that's one thing to keep in mind when listening to this but even so i think that the album was not put together in the best way and i think a lot
1: of the songs weren't cohesive Mm -mm. the songs all blended together and were pretty forgettable and they weren't really original at all and so i feel like she set herself up really high and set the expectation for this album to be super high because she was talking about it in such a positive light and using it using it kind of like as a weapon against her fandom and her fan base. But everyone was just disappointed, I'd say. But, yeah. The first single of the album,
0: Paint the Town Red, was really catchy Mm -hmm. i'd say but i didn't like a lot of the lyrics themselves when you listen to them on their own or when you actually listen to what the words are but i thought it was pretty um catchy and the walk on by sample was pretty interesting especially to put this old style Mm -hmm. in doja cat's new style is pretty interesting and also the music video was co-directed by her herself and i believe it was based on art she drew mm-hmm.
1: i really i really did like the sample because i feel like she's a really good she's really good at producing songs with samples especially from different time eras mm-hmm. um, and i really liked the deon warwick sample but i didn't appreciate the lyrics and they were pretty if that makes sense. So I didn't I didn't like that.
0: Um I liked a lot of the melodies and I thought it was catchy, like I said, but I think a lot of the way she was singing was pretty uninterested. Mm-hmm. A lot of it didn't seem like she had much infliction in her voice. It didn't change a lot. And I liked how the music video specifically was unique to her herself. Yeah. But I think that the visuals were kind of not doing anything for the actual song and i think that her voice was just very not having it like i feel like a lot of it was just bored in a studio almost like that's how it. that's kind of what came across to me
1: it was generic you know it was mediocre pop and i think that it was okay but it just didn't stand out especially from anything else on the album i agree The second song, Demons, was a journey. Demons really did sound like a seventh grade diss battle. I waited for the music video to come out, and yet again, she struck me with the demonic, scary imagery (laughs) that kind of sent me down a spiral. But I really didn't have fun with this song, and I didn't really like it very much.
0: I could not get through that entire music video. It wasn't necessarily like, I love horror movies, but it wasn't that it was scary. It was more just like weird and not, it, it was just me, not.
1: It made me uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: it was just a really weird visual. And I feel like it also did nothing for the song. It really just struck you as like, oh, she's trying something yeah. new and you know, doesn't know exactly where she's going or what she's doing the seventh grade diss battle could not be more accurate to what she's saying because one of the lines is we are enemies we are foes who are you and what are those you are gross and this is first of all not the first or not the only time she mentions what are those in the album she says that multiple times and really if you look at those lyrics it sounds like just someone dissing like someone else and it's not that good I think though some of the other lyrics are pretty decent, those are just really what stick out and yeah. it just, the the rhymes are not really yeah. hitting you, like it's just not it.
1: I really, the one positive thing about this song though was probably the instrumental, because I did think that it was unique and fun. And I do think that it would have fit better for another rapper like Flo Millie or Rico Nasty instead of Doja Cat, because I feel like she didn't really take it seriously or really incorporate it with the lyrics. So yeah, that was my take on Demons.
0: Um, The next song was what we're gonna refer to as WV. And it just, was not anything that interesting it's very forgettable even thinking about it now i can't really remember any of the lyrics or the beats like i could with demons or paint the town red um the song really doesn't have a message it just felt like an excuse to say vulgar things and i think the auto tune was very 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 heavy which is something she doesn't need i really like her voice on her own Mm -hmm. so i think the auto tune was honestly just a bad choice to put on the song and I think without it it could have sounded a
1: lot better. She was heavily influenced by Playboy Cardi and you can see that throughout the album but I don't think that she really duplicated his sound it just sounds like she's imitating him and so I think that this was the first song on the album that I think her influence kind of blended in but I, it just sounded like she was copying Playboy Cardi. And it wasn't really original and it lacked creativity. And you're right, it didn't have a message. There was no point. And so it was just her saying vulgar things. So, yeah.
0: To me, it kind of sounded like a satirical cupcake song. <laughs> I just, that's kind of what I was getting from that. And I think Cupcake is hilarious. But I think when you listen to just this song, it's trying so hard, like way too hard. And it's just not her. I feel like it's not her own style. It's just like a mix of other different like things. And one thing I do want to say is when like hearing about this album in the first place, I heard she was inspired by like a lot of like German death metal Mm -hmm. and a lot of weird things like that and I did that did not come across in any of the songs I did get like Cardi I did get other rappers but I did not get any like influence of that and I don't know if that was just to promote the album more and just get people to be like wait what Mm -hmm. what is this Mm -hmm. but it just did not come across if that's what she was trying to do and I don't I don't listen to German death metal but this is definitely definitely Mm -hmm. not what it sounds
1: like The next song we're going to refer to it as FTG and it was basically a song putting down other women especially after her last album Planet Her was about woman empowerment. Now I didn't really like this song this might have been my least favorite song on the album and I really didn't like that she was trying super hard to be a super aggressive masculine angry rapper And it just really wasn't working for her. And I don't understand why she wanted to put that into the album.
0: Yeah, I agree. I just don't think that the misogyny comes well from her, especially after Planet Mm -hmm. Her. Um, I personally think this was the worst song of the album. But um, it's definitely... There's not much else to say about it other than it's just... That is a bad song, and I don't think it's doing anything good for her. I know, especially after a lot of the arguments she's had with fans, she's just been lashing out on a lot of different, like, groups and things like that, so it it was just weird to hear such a bad song like this, and I don't know, like I said, it could be satirical, it could be any of this, but I just don't think that's coming across well, if it is, so
1: yeah and she used to be such good representation for women and women in the music industry but it just felt it kind of did feel like betrayal with this song and so i didn't really appreciate what she was doing
0: um the next song on the album is ouchies and i had not heard of this song until I heard something about a Billie Eilish diss, yeah. and this was before the song came out, mm-hmm. um, so there was a lot of name dropping, and I didn't really see the Billie Eilish thing as a diss necessarily, yeah. I don't think it was that big of a deal, but I know that also got her in some hot water, so I just find that this album is kind of following her around in a negative way. Yeah. And I think the chorus was really good, but the verses kind of lack originality. Like I said, a lot of name dropping and definitely don't sound different from her previous albums.
1: Um, And I really can't remember how out she sounded at all. I don't think that I really liked it, but yeah, the Billie Eilish drama is just dumb and unnecessary, so... The next song on the album was 97. Yet again, a forgettable song that blended with other songs on the album. I
0: liked some of the um, ad-libs in it. And I think it sounded a lot like some of the songs from Planet Her, Mm -hmm. which I appreciated. Um, But like Coretta said, a lot of it was pretty basic and also forgettable which i think is a major theme we see across this entire album is some pretty unmemorable songs with a few standout singles gun is a pretty good song for the album i liked the beat and instrumentals a lot and i think the production was a lot better than some of the other songs that we
1: see it had good rhythm and still, it sounded like Playboy Cardi, but I feel like in Gun, she kind of incorporated the influence more than, say, other songs like um, WV. But it didn't really stand out to me, and it wasn't unique, but I did enjoy it.
0: Um, go Off is one of the less memorable songs, I still cannot remember what this sound no. sounds like. It kind of almost blends in with Gun and 97. Like I kind of categorize yeah. them all the same, even though they're pretty different. Um, I think that if you don't listen to the lyrics, it sounds pretty good. But I think the lyrics itself ruin the song mm-hmm. because a lot of them are very, like I said, vulgar. And they just don't really add any no. like meaning to the song like a lot of her other songs
1: previously did? Yeah, it was just forgettable, bland, lacked creativity, nothing really much to say. Shut Show. Um, it kind of sounded like a grime song. It really,
0: really sounded like a grime song.
1: The flow was all over the place and it kind of felt like it wouldn't end. Like it, I felt like it was going on for, for hours. I couldn't really get through it. Um, and it, again, it was very aggressive and she's trying to be like a big, aggressive, masculine male rapper, but it's just not working for her. And so, Shut Ch- Show just wasn't it.
0: I think she should stick away from the Grimes-style mm-hmm. songs. Now, we have Agora Hills, which is my favorite yeah. song of the album. I really, really liked Agora Hills. The only bad thing I have really to say about it was the music video. I hated the music, the music video. I thought
1: it was just really weird visuals. And <laughs> she, had, she had, like, acrylics on her feet. And I had never seen that before, and it actually kind of blew my mind. So
0: The music video was very odd, and I saw what she was going for, almost like a weird valley girl, which was also kind of in line with the song because the valley girl voice she does, mm-hmm. which at first I wasn't the biggest fan of. But then when I heard the song again and she kept doing it, I actually kind of grew to like. I like the valley girl voice now in the song. Yeah. But I think the music video was just really a wild card for that song and i think it was just not something you need to see if you like the album or you like that song i honestly don't think it does anything for it but i do um like that how when normal pop artists write you know songs they usually feature a rap from a different artist but i thought it was pretty interesting that she was able to use her range of pop and rap to do the, her own rap for the pop song,
1: which I really liked. Overall, I really did like Agora Hills, and I do think that it was a really nice mix of pop and rap music, but I did think that it sounded a little bit too similar to 2 by Lil Uzi Vert, and I felt like she was just trying to be Lil Uzi Vert, especially in the like spoken word phone call part of the song, but I do think that it was a, a pretty good song, and the music video was really interesting, and I feel like it didn't really reflect the song, but. It was it was nice overall, yeah can't wait i can't remember it <laughs> i cannot either i i i mean i think it was just mediocre the flow lyrics they weren't special and it was just kind of it blended in with everything else on the album
0: that song was very very boring yeah. especially following my favorite song of the album i think it was just you know definitely hard to mm-hmm. follow but also I just did not think it was anything like a bad like follow-up yeah. Yeah. yeah it wasn't it wasn't good it wasn't bad
1: it was kind of just there like it was boring often kind of sounded like an interlude yeah in, it sounded like transition music um but yet again it was just forgettable and didn't stand out
0: um I could barely get through the whole song of Love Life, um, which is the next song of the album. Um, I liked the instrumental, but it was felt really long for what it was. And I think it was just way too repetitive of some bland beat. But the mixing was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: The mixing was nice. Skull and Bones was really just another demonic take on rap music but i really liked her singing in the background and the ad libs um but it just wasn't it was just strange i feel like her demonic imagery and demonic beats and instrumentals don't really work for her and they don't really reflect doja cat's past music and her previous albums and so i feel like this out this song was just not that impressive
0: i agree i think it's just very very on the nose for her album with the demonic aspects like the song is literally called skull and bones some of the lyrics are about selling souls and warm blood so i think it's just very trying to be demonic trying to be creepy trying to be cryptic like going along with her illuminati merch all that um i think the flow was interesting but i just couldn't get past the trying so hard to be demonic
1: I really want to know what inspired her to do all of this demonic Mm -hmm. satanist imagery if that makes sense i want to know why she's doing this
0: and changing the covers of her past albums on spotify they are all now red tinted they're the same covers but they have a red hue over which i personally don't like and i just think is very very strange
1: the planet her album cover was so beautiful and Mm -hmm. i don't know why she wanted to destroy that
0: but (laughs) yeah next we have attention
1: attention was my personal favorite um when it came out as a single i really enjoyed it and i thought that the music video was pretty interesting and really reflected the song well it was catchy and it was stuck in my head all week i liked the flow and i liked the lyrics and i thought the production was the most impressive compared to any of the other songs on the album and the layering of her voice and ablibs um, complement the background music really nicely and so i feel like this was the most creative and unique song on the album and the most original doja cat sounding song. i agree
0: i think it was the most original but it also did sound like all her other stuff like it according to her was mediocre pop but it really was stand out and i think it was good i mean i really liked it but it doesn't sound different from her prior songs so i think there's kind of a mix of that where it's like i like it but what does this mean because a lot of it is just like her other songs
1: the next one was balut which sparked some controversy with the filipino community
0: um i personally liked the melody but i found Uh, a lot of the lyrics were kind of boring one part i did find really really catchy was when the beat drops out in between lyrics i think that was really really cool but the ad libs were just not it the yeah and the wow were not something that needed to be there they were just really weird places but i do like when the beat drops out
1: Personally, it didn't really stand out again, uh, blended with everything else. Our last song that we need to talk about is W.Y.M. Freestyle. This song sounded like a middle schooler who just learned how to curse.
0: The song really sounds satirical and I just can't believe that's an actual song that she used to close out her album. That is the last song that you are left with on her album and it is just a middle school who learned to curse for the first time? Like that is all it is, and it is really crazy
1: that those are actual words she decided. A to horrible, put in. horrible ending, like just, just awful. And so, overall, the album was pretty mediocre. And if she's going to call her music mediocre pop, then I really do think that's what it is.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye.